Welcome to Man Overboard Fitty, Ain't Nothing But a Number Yo, with your host, Language Barrel. Sponsored by the Wolf's Pack, America's by invitation only men's friendship, support, and networking group, where the one become many and the many become one. Here, they put the man back in human. <laughs> Hello everyone, welcome to Man Overboard Fitty, ain't nothing but a number yo with your host Language Barrel. Due to the recent completion of graduate school, we had to make some changes to the format of the show. So effective immediately, we will no longer be giving updates on graduation, but instead we'll be giving updates on the job search. That'll still be followed by dating and travel, if there's any travel. I'll also touch a little bit on my retirement plans and give you an update. We'll also talk about diet and overall general health. And we'll look a little bit at any projects or opportunities that are coming this way or any significant changes to the life program. So if you're ready, buckle up and let's get this party started. Hello everyone, welcome to the latest episode of Man Overboard Fitty, Ain't Nothing But a Number Yo, with your host, Language Barrel. In keeping with the recent change to the format of the show, typically we would be starting off with employment updates, but I'm going to start off for a little bit talking about graduate school, not so much from the perspective of attending graduate school, but based on an article that I recently created and wrote for LinkedIn as part of my profile. The title of the article is, Is It Worth Getting an MBA at an Advanced Age? In the particular article, I break down what we mean by worth or value, both from a cognitive standpoint as well as from a return on investment standpoint. When we talk about advanced age, in the particular article, I denote advanced age as anything above 50. As based on research, it turns out that the average age of MBA students is anywhere from 27 to 29 years of age. So let's talk about employment. As I mentioned in my previous podcast, it was my goal upon getting my MBA to focus on uh, careers in sustainability, environmental protection, or recycling. It's been pretty hard or nearly impossible to break into those industries with uh, the limited experience that I have. So I'm also in the interim submitting applications in my resume for positions in healthcare or health management, but this time instead of uh, looking exclusively at the quality arena, I'm actually looking at the operations end of management because my goal is that if I remain in healthcare, it is to eventually managing my own uh, facility. So that's where we stand with that. I think also I mentioned in the previous podcast that I was going to be looking at some business opportunities from an ownership perspective. And so I did a little research and started looking at some uh, businesses. From a viability standpoint, I actually did some preliminary research and started looking at some uh, owner-operated businesses that I could get involved in that have a high success rate. Uh, Expedited van, independent cargo operators, and also the owner of a laundromat or vending operation. And after doing further research, I determined that those industries would be something that I would do as a side hustle or side job, 
not as my primary uh, way to earn a sustainable income. Next up, we're going to look at dating. Enrolled in an online dating program, Columbia Cupid. And I really wanted to talk briefly about uh, kind of what I experienced. So I was previously corresponding with uh, a few young ladies. And this involves like pictures on a profile. I don't understand, I guess maybe I do understand why people would submit pictures that are so far out of date, like 10 to 15 years from their current position, but I think it's a fruitless effort. Now, one thing that I will, will strongly encourage that if you're in any way involved in online dating or online correspondence, that at some point before you decide to make a visit to, be, to meet this person or encounter this person, that you do uh, video chats or actual... Uh, where you can actually see the person live and determine if the person that you've been corresponding with is the actual same person that you will be meeting once you travel to that location. I can't stress that enough. Uh, it just seems to be that for whatever reason, people create these artificial profiles online as part of their dating profile. And so when you meet them, you could be in for a major shock to find that the person you thought you were dating online is not the person that you actually meet and in some cases may not even be of the same sex or gender that you thought you were corresponding with so just be careful out there okay so we're gonna move on to the next thing which we're talking about next up would be salsa or activities as I also mentioned I had injured my shoulder see a physician in urgent care because I thought it was a dislocation it turns out it was really just a sprain or a minor tear in the tendons that specific Physician referred me to a physical therapy uh, therapist so that I could actually start working on the muscles and re-strengthening the muscles. Since that time, I've actually gone to a physical therapy provider and started uh, my physical therapy process. And one of the things that the physical therapist denoted immediately was that it was not, from his examination, it did not appear to be a brain. It appeared to be strictly a muscle injury. So we set up a routine or a schedule for me to actually go to the the physical therapist twice a week and at which time we worked on muscle strengthening exercises after about three weeks of this i really thought more than a muscle injury I, it felt to me like a small tear and so i've gone back to meet the therapist this week and he pretty much confirmed my suspicions that based on his experience it it appears that it is possible that there could be a small small tear or small rip in the tendon not severe enough with that i would require surgery but severe enough that without the physical therapy, it would in fact limit my movement. I discussed that it is very likely that this is a self-limiting injury and that with the appropriate rest and nutrition and exercise, I can return to normal, uh, normal range of motion without the intervention of surgery. So that's where we're staying. I think we're currently on visit five or six in this process and I'll keep you updated as they get more information. Uh, salsa, not much to Update on the salsa scene. Shoulder is better, so I can do some dancing when I'm at salsa locations, but it is still very weak, so I have to be very careful and re very restrictive about any exaggerated movement that involved the shoulder or the shoulder cap. Diet and exercise. The, I must admit that the injury to the shoulder has greatly restricted my physical activity. I haven't been going to the gym lately or spending a lot of time in outside activities. The one thing that the physical therapist did encourage me 
to do is to return to some form of physical activity, whether that's in the gym or whether that's individual activity that I can do at home. The recommendation is for high repetitions and low weight as a means to strengthen the shoulder. Diet. I'm also involved in the keto diet and I've been involved in the keto diet for the past three to four months with an overall weight loss of approximately 30 pounds. Uh, so I've gone from about 245 to about 218, as low as 215, and as high as 220. So my goal is to remain on the keto diet, not so much uh, with specific goals around weight, but um, as a means to a healthier lifestyle. I've given up pretty much refined sugars, sweet beverages, I'm very conscious of foods that I eat that contain either carbohydrates or sugar. And I think this is a lifestyle that I can teen as long as I don't seek to totally eliminate all sugar because I do like things like ice cream, I love French bread, but I just have to eat that in moderation. As typical with the closing of my podcast, family, I like to leave you with a little words of wisdom and it goes a little something like this. Jukebox Love Song by Langston Hughes. I could take the Harlem night and wrap around you. Take the neon lights and make a crown. Take the Lenox Avenue buses, taxis, subways. And for your love song, tone their rumble down. Take Harlem's heartbeat, make a drum beat. Put it on a record, let it whirl. And while we listen to it play, dance with you till day. Dance with you, my sweet brown Harlem girl. Dancing, dancing, dancing. She's a dancing machine. Yeah.